On today's show, let's hear from Grant Williams. Why is he ready to take a bigger role with the Dallas Mavericks and be a huge part of what they want to do this year? What does Jaden Hardy expect for this season? What has he been working on? And why is he so confident in himself? Plus, Rashawn Holmes and Markeith Morris on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Isaac Harris and I got to go to Mavs Media Day and interview some of the Mavericks. We did part one with Kyrie, Derek Lively, Josh Green, Derek Jones Jr. This is part two. We'll talk to Grant Williams. The Mavericks are really high on him. He's excited to take the next step. And you can just tell that he loves where he is right now, loves this new challenge, wants to take it in full stride. We talked to Jaden Hardy and you'll hear what he expects for this season, what what his summer league experience was like and what coaches are telling him about his role. And uh, he's real confident in himself. I'll tell you that. There's one answer in there that really, really set me back. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm with you. And then Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes came in and talk about a chip on his shoulder. He's ready to go and ready to prove himself with the Dallas Mavericks. What's the one thing he thinks he needs to bring to this Dallas Mavericks team? And then Markeith Morris came through and we get to hear about his experience. He knows Coach Kidd better than any of these players. And so curious to hear what Markeith Morris has to say about it. And so let's get right started here with Grant Williams. <laughs> uh, Kyrie yesterday said that like, he's ready to see you in a bigger role. He was part of your like recruiting you to come here. What does that mean coming from Kyrie and what bigger role do you think is? Yeah, it's super special, honestly. Um, Kai has been phenomenal and just the communication with me, not only coming to the team, but while I'm on the team. And he's asking me to be a good leader, a person that people can rely on and look to, not only for on and off the floor. And I'm just excited for maybe, you know, more offensive opportunity as well as, you know, continue to lead a defense. You know, I had to step up, you know, there's no, you know, body behind you to like try and push you you have to be that leader and that voice so i'm excited to be that he also said the four is the easiest position and he thinks himself as a as a four as a four and thinks that he's like anybody can anybody can play that in the nba all right listen four might be one of the most difficult to guard if there's a town to four but the easiest position to play on the offensive end is what i'll say because you are able to be involved you don't necessarily have to handle but you can handle but you don't have to necessarily shoot but you can shoot so it's like you kind of can get it's the most versatile position in the league is what i'll say um but at the same time you know there's going to be a lot of ass you have to guard point guards you have to guard center so figuring that out i tell Kyrie, try to do the same if you can guard jonas valentunas let me know <laughs> what's the what's the next level of your game I feel like the next level of my game is just continue to expand. You know, offensively, you know, the shooting is there. Defensively, I've guarded some of the best players in the league at a high rate. So just continue to expand, whether it's, you know, utilizing uh, screens, be able to shot, make shots off of that, being able to, you know, be able to create a look if you need it. But honestly, most times you're going to be in a position where you're going to be closeouts and opportunities and deal with that. So make sure you make the right read every time and make sure you have the best optimal shot every possession. And then really just continue to expand on both sides of the basketball. Honestly, it's really being able to 
negotiate and navigate screens. That's my biggest, biggest thing for this upcoming year is being able to guard a guy like Darius Garland, but when screens are coming, not just in isolation, you know, because I'm a great isolation defender, but I'm trying to be better in the pick and roll. And also off ball, chasing guys off screens, not getting fouls, being being mindful of how to squeeze through or get behind this guy to be able to contest. And um, something that Derek White was really elite at that I necessarily wasn't. So uh, I that's my expansion. I feel like I mean, there's still a lot more to go. You know, I always think like, oh, wow, like you're only 24 years old. You probably have a lot more to grow, but you just got to make sure you work hard enough to do it. Yeah, you like establish yourself by doing certain things in the NBA, and now it's take it to the next level by adding the rest of that. Absolutely. Marcus Smart one time said, I'm not going to lie, Grant's so annoying. It's hilarious. Love you, though. Luca the other day said, Grant talks sometimes too much. What is that? I think this team needs somebody like that. What do you, What is your mentality, or how do you – like? why do you talk so much, basically? <laughs> it's just my personality, I feel like. It's one of those things that I say – be authentically yourself. And I encourage everyone to be that because it allows you to really feel comfortable and feel like you're valued for who you are. And I try and tell people first day I meet them, I'm like, either you're going to hate me from the start, or you'll love me from the start. <laughs> if you hate me from the start, you'll come around. Eventually you'll just be like, that's just Grant. You may be annoyed by me, but you won't hate me. But I always say it's going to be some type of, you know, I'm always going to be there for you. Like even with the annoyance, even if I'm pissing you off every now and again, one day or two, you know that I have your back on and off the floor or whatever you may need. And that's how I try and tell every one of my teammates and people in my life is that um, I'm always going to be there for them no matter what situation I'm in. Luca's going to need you this year to stand in the way of text. That's that's what Luca's going to need. Hey, he might stand away my way every now and again. <laughs> uh, definitely. Just go over and get that tech for him real quick. <laughs> I'll make sure he's taken care of one way or the other. <laughs> What's it like to guard Luca? He's special, man. You know, some things piss you off just because of how the tough shots that he makes and like stuff that looks so slow that you feel like you're in place for and he just makes a shot. But it's so special watching him play because he creates opportunities for others. He puts the ball on the money every time he passes it. And it's really impressive just because, like, you wonder how he got to be that successful because, like, you know, he works hard. And to be able to just, like, naturally be able to come off a screen and you can't play him in certain coverages because he just dissects them. And to be confident enough to have the handle where it's not super quick, but guess what? No one's taking it from him. Like, that stuff is, like, really, really impressive to me to watch. Who's the best shooter on this team? argument we'll see <laughs> that's real that's a real big argument so most like, people come in and have said themselves marquise said himself hardy said himself listen those two seth, guys aren't even in the competition <laughs> <laughs> listen a lot of seth respect, curry love respectfully seth respectfully, curry. respectfully yeah. it's got to be between seth curry tim hardaway myself and um those are really the top three and then Kyrie. Kyrie. those are the top four can you Luka, give it? Luca claims he is, but Luca's so inconsistent. Let him go. I said, outside of that, those four, like you actually have to like sweat. Like if you miss a spot, miss a shot in a spot, you're probably gonna lose it. So um, I would say Seth. Honestly, if I'm gonna be transparent, Seth, then me, then Tim, okay, because I think okay. that Tim is similar to Luca. He can be streaky, but when he gets hot, it's very bad for you. Versus when next thing you know, if you miss in a couple, he's pissed. Let's just say I'm pretty good, even keel, so I'll be good. Give us a good uh, Jason Kidd impersonation. All right, y'all, man. Um, you know, we're going to get to practice and just, you know, are we good? I need to hear from you guys. I need to hear from you guys. Yes, all right, all right. I need to know to be able to talk to you guys. You know, when I ask you something, you got to respond so I know what was going on. All right, guys, you know, um, you know, Grant, the other day, he told me he came up to the basket and he said he could dunk. He caught three lobs in the other basket. And then he comes to the basket and we're going to play the clip. And this is what happens. <laughs> We've heard about Play this. About him playing a this clip if you're missing you know, a dunk. So, this uh, is dunk, and it's okay because Grant was super sad. We've got to be able to laugh at ourselves, right, Grant? We've got to be able to laugh at ourselves. 
It's like, yes, coach. Yes, and if we can laugh to ourselves, we can laugh with each other. You know, it's never personal. Don't take it personally. We're going to get each other better. And it's just, like, very calm, very, yeah. like, soft demeanor, but point. also to the Every, point. Everybody has said the, you can't tell, tell like, me. Respond tell to me. me. Respond. Respond. I, need, I need to hear from it's you like guys. Okay, can I ask you two riddles? All right. Riddle. A cowboy rode into town on Friday. He stayed in town for three days and rode out on Friday. How is that possible? The horse's name is Friday. Dang it. Second one. How good, are, how good are you at math and, and angles? I'm terrible at geometry. Okay. A rooster lays an egg on top of the AAC. The roof is at 48% angle. The wind is blowing east at 12 miles per hour. What side does the egg roll off of? Wait, whatever the 48% angle is, right? So, like, wait, wait, say the question again. How <laughs> A rooster lays an egg on top of the AAC. Like the this. roof is at 48% angle. The wind is blowing east at 12 miles per hour. What side does the egg roll off of? Wind shouldn't matter. Roosters don't lay eggs. It I, hens I do. I overthought it hens do. I thought you were going to miss them both. Oh, no. I, almost, I make them both typically, but like you said, it happened. <laughs> He told me this whole story on the way here. He's like, I'm going to do, like, do these riddles. I'm like, he's going to get one of them. He's going to get one of them. And me, at least I made he one didn't even, this time. You did, hey, he, did, hey. he didn't even blink that first one. He had that one. All right, last one. Are the Cowboys oh, going to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely if, not. Oh, who, is, who is? Oh, listen. It's all, it may not make a, win a playoff game. I, I respect the defense because, you know, my guys are on the defense. Micah, DeMarcus, all those guys are great people. Okay. But at the same time, I'm an Eagles fan. So, let me just say, like, they're not the best team in the NFC East. And then think about it, NFC might be between us and then the 49ers. I don't see all the Cowboys make it through. They might lose. Mm. The Vikings might come back and end up making the playoffs and beat the Cowboys. That's how it sees might go. Yeah. Lively did the, the E-A-G-L-S-E. Hey, I'll do the same. But I listen, yeah, he, he Lively the whole chair, but that's a young, young man. <laughs> fly equals fly, baby. Fly equals fly. All right, man, we appreciate you. Oh, Thank you, One guys. more. Oh, yeah, one more. Do you have a question for us or for yeah. Mavs Media in general? We've been asking everybody. Ooh, the biggest question. If you were to create your perfect starting five of the Mavs, I would love to know that. You can do it on that the are next on the team right now. They're on the team right now. Do it on the next pod so I can watch it. Okay, you have to come back and be a guest on the pod, and then we can talk about all time starting. Five. Because I can't give away information, so it has to be the following pod that we respond to it. Okay. All right. We'll do it. All right, guys. We got you. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, guys. Hey, man, I'm really excited that you're in Dallas. Excited yeah. to be here. Thanks for having me. That's Grant Williams. Sounds like it won't be the last time he'll show up on our podcast. So it sounds like we'll get Grant Williams in the future. Excited about that episode. Now coming up, let's hear from Rashawn Holmes and what he is expecting this Maverick season. Why does he think he can be the starting center and get back into that role that he used to play? But before we do that, let me tell you about DoorDash. DoorDash has you covered with all kinds of things. You can get stuff from restaurants. You know that. You've done that before. But if you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door, DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. Imagine, all right, I got to run to the grocery store and get something. You got to walk all the way in. You got to do all that. Why not pay somebody to do that? It's 2023. We can do all that stuff. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. Now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers as well. Thousands of grocery stores to choose from. You can find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Get 50% off your first order with DoorDash up to a $25 value and use the code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Again, LOCKEDONNBA, one word. 
Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter the code LOCKDOWNNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKDOWNNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. It's like being a wrestler or something. Get to do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, why Dallas? How, how are you? It seems like you are really excited about being here. It seems like this is the place where you want to be like and show yourself that you can get back in the NBA. Absolutely. Rotation and what about Dallas? Well, uh, Dallas is, they showed that they wanted me. You know, they showed they wanted me to be a part of this team and felt like I could bring something here. And you know, they told me to make sure I was in the best shape possible. I felt like I did that. And, you know, just looking forward to the opportunity. Want to get out there, help this team win. What was the reason why you fell out of the rotation in Sacramento? I just think, you know, once uh, the tra- you make a trade for an all-star like that and you kind of, you know, just restructure things around them. That's kind of how the business goes, kind of how the team thing goes. And so, you know, sometimes you just left the odd man out. You know, it's really nobody's fault. It's just how it goes. So, uh, you know, it was a better opportunity for me here. And I'm happy to be here. You've really thrived in your career with a ball handler that can hit you on the, the lobs, the pick and roll, that kind of stuff. You and Tyrese Halliburton had a really good connection. What's it like with Luca now? Or have you had a chance to play with Luca? And what's it like to Man, I, I've played with Luca a few times in the training camp and just the way he controls the pace of the game, knows when to hit you, the exact moment when to hit you, knows how to get the defense off you with a fake just so you can be open. Yeah. I mean, he he manipulates the defense in so many different ways. Like, it's a ton of fun playing with him, and I'm looking forward to even more. What's it – so you're one of the elite rollers in, in the NBA. What is, the, what is it about that skill? What do you do that maybe another player that doesn't isn't an elite roller? I, I think for me it's, it's all about the timing and the chemistry you have with the guard, you know, knowing how they like to play, the pace they like to play at, what's going to be the window for you to get the ball and, you know, go up there and score or, or you got the kick out. It's kind of just knowing those things in advance. You really have to understand the guards you're playing with as well as understand the defense you're going against and, you know, what they're looking to take away and what they're looking to give you. And so I think that for me, I watch a lot of film, especially in the pick and roll, just to know what my looks are going to be and what I can do in that moment. And it's helped me get better. Why should you start? Um... I just feel like I can offer a lot to the team. I feel like I offer a lot to the team. Starting, that's not really my job to pick things like that. I just go out there and just do what they tell me and make it work, you know, whatever way I can make the team win. So that's what I'm looking forward to. You look back at those 2019, 2020 seasons, probably your best seasons in the league. What what worked so well in those two seasons? Um, I just think, like he was talking about earlier, we had Ty. He was a big-time pick-and-roll ball handler, and I think me and his chemistry was just – something that was very, very, you know, underrated at that time. You know, we were one of the best pick-and-roll tandems in the league. So I just feel like everything kind of culminated, and I learned the game. I learned how to watch film more at that time. Like, it's just so many things that I was learning, and everything kind of meshed together well. You've been here a little a little while, not, not long. Who's the best shooter on this team? Best shooter on this team, Seth Curry, by far. Like, I mean – it's amazing to watch him do shooting drills, honestly. So it's definitely him to me. 
His brother says he's the best shooter in the family. Which hey, hey. <laughs> that's coming from a he, place. He won't get no argument from me based on what I've seen. So <laughs> when uh, you know, when it comes to guarding Luca, what's it like to guarding? Man, it's it's almost like a torture chamber, you know, but <laughs> you kind of just try to force him to be uncomfortable, which is something he rarely is. Like he just plays at his own pace, always comfortable, knows what his looks are. Like he he's truly an unstoppable force in this league. What's an un- what's an uncomfortable place for Luca? I, was, I, I couldn't like, even tell you. You try to you try to pressure him, try to take him out of his looks. He finds a new look. You know, he right. just he just knows how to play the game so well. Knows where everybody is on the court at once, and his IQ is just next level. What's it like to now be on the same team with Kyrie and know that that's somebody you're going to be playing with? Man, it's amazing. You know, I've, I've been watching Kyrie since he was at Duke, and so to get a chance. See him up close, see his workouts up close. I think he's probably the most skilled basketball player I've ever seen in my life. And so just to get a chance to work out with him, be on the floor with him, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a tremendous opportunity, and I don't take it for granted. What have you, from the outside, what did you see at the end of this Dallas Mavericks season? It didn't go the way that they expected at all. Now coming in, what did you think happened to them, and how, now how can you guys make it different? I mean, it's so many things that can go wrong during the season. And, you know, you never really could know. But I know one thing they emphasized to me was making sure I brought a mindset to rebound and protect the rim. I know that's that's two weaknesses that were big last year. And that's something they, when they traded for me, they let me know right away, this is what you need. we need you to do. So I think just for me, that's trying to shore up and help the team in that area. And I feel like we can be better in those areas. Yeah, rebounds are really important. <laughs> they are important. Yeah. Uh, can uh, can you give us a good Jason Kidd impersonation? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you guys, all right. You got you guys good. You guys good. Okay. Gonna um. You guys see the okay the film. This is the film. Okay, we want to. Okay, how you guys feeling though? I, I need you to respond to me. I don't like looking at empty faces. <laughs> Say something. Do you guys feel good? Yes. No? Yeah, okay, okay. Now let's get into it. Here you got to be in your spot. You're not in your, do you feel like you need to be in your spot? Yes? No? We're going to go through a whole, whole, whole film session. But, I mean, he's, he's nailed the tone of it. Yeah. And, the, and the, like, pantameter. Keith said the same thing about he has to get a response. Oh, yeah. If you, gotta, don't, if you don't respond to him, he's going to keep asking you. Like, who, no, who's who's going to get – Who's getting called out the most in film sessions? Um, the, He's calling out everybody. I think the last person I can remember was Grant because oh. – uh, he went up for a lob and missed it or something like that, I think. The one and where he fell down on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. He, he kind of he went in on him for that. But any given practice session, he'll call somebody out. So, yeah, he, he, he has no problem, you know, letting you know and holding you accountable. What's something you've learned about Luca since coming here? That he's, at, he's hilarious, for real. Like, he has a joke for everything, a joke for everybody, a joke for every drill. Like, I mean, it's, it's nonstop just dude is hilarious. So I think that's funny getting to know him a little bit more off the court. He comes across as honestly with, with Dirk. Now Dirk Dirk leaving and Luca now taking up yeah. that mantle, man. It's insane. All right, we got a couple last ones here. Are the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl? And if not, who is? Um, Well, the Bears aren't. So I don't, I don't have, I didn't a, say first pick in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have an issue with Dallas winning cause my, my bears aren't doing anything. So I'm going to say yes. They are doing things. Uh, uh, not the things we want to see. <laughs> right now. Say, I, there are I, things I, I happening to the bears. I haven't <laughs> seen the things I wanted to see, but I, I'm, I'm a rock with them to the end, but I, I can see Dallas pulling it off. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last one for you here. What question? Let's let's turn the table here. What question would you have for us or Mavs media in general? Um, 
I think a question besides scoring, what do you guys think is the most impactful stat oh, on the basketball good. court? That's a good question. Well, I, we joked about rebounding earlier because he mm. had a whole thing during their the Mavs playoff run where he's like, rebounds don't matter. They can lose oh, the rebounding battle and still win. They matter, and yes. And so it people keep bringing that up. Tell all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you looking at individual player stats or like or um, team stats? You can give me individual and give me team. What you think the most? Team stats, yeah. I'm always looking at like defensive rating. I'm looking nope. at how, like how you, like can you keep a good defense? Is it is it good against a team that like are you limiting them enough? Mm. I love looking at player combination stuff. I yeah, love okay. I love looking at like when you and Luke are on the floor together on some on off numbers that you know the two man oh, combo, yeah, some of the three man combos. I I love seeing some of those. Okay, that's, that's kind of like a go to. Okay, you guys got a little bit more knowledge than the rest. For <laughs> no, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> nah, that's big time. That's big time. Uh, yeah. All right, that's it, man. Yeah, I appreciate like, you. I appreciate you guys. Man, welcome appreciate to Dallas. Oh, thank you. Glad Excited to be to here. You. Yeah, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Yes, sir. Rashawn Holmes. Really impressed with our knowledge of like very, very basic analytics uh, at that point. But great to hear from him and to hear what he's thinking. Coming up, let's hear from Jaden Hardy. Why is he so confident in his game right now? What's next for him in his career? And then we'll also hear from Markeith Morris and uh, hear what he has to say about Jason Kidd. He's been coached by him before with the Lakers. Got a lot of things to say about that. Talk about that coming up. You got to tell us how was how was rookie season from last year mm-hmm. we talked to you in here to now this year. Yeah. Describe the past year of your life. Yeah, I feel like my rookie season went good. You know, uh, once I you know later in the season once I start to play more, you know, and, and get out get an opportunity and show what I could do. I feel like I, I took advantage of that, and you know I feel like my my rookie season was a good season. So, yeah, you were one of the players at the end of last season. I kept saying. He is not afraid. Like, yeah. There are guys that look like they, when Luca and Kyrie were on the floor, things were going bad. Uh-huh. There are guys af- afraid to shoot. You were never afraid to shoot. Mm-mm. Where do you where do you get that? And like, yeah. how did you feel last year? Being I feel like that's just my confidence and my abilities. You know, I mean, just late hours in the gym. You know, work that I put in, just having belief in the in the, in the work that I put in, and just taking it out there and translating it onto the court. So you know, just not not being nervous, just being confident in myself. So that's re- that's really what it is. Uh, that's how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. What? what a- <laughs> <laughs> well, what's not too? I mean, yeah. yeah. What are the coaches telling you to improve on the most right now? Uh-huh. Uh My decision making and uh, defense. You know, just being able to make the right reads. You know, every time. You know, and and and, and taking the right shots. They know I can score. Uh, so just you know. Sharpening up my playmaking reads and de- defensively, you know, be- when I'm closing out, you know, being able to chop down my steps and beat defenders to spots, and you know, playing defense with showing my hands and, and and not filing. So that's 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 been the main thing that the coaches have been preaching to me, and and, and what I've been working on, you know, watching film with the coaches, Coach Sweeney and you know, Coach Josh with and them breaking down film with me. And breaking down other players' games that I like to watch, or, or or players' games that they think I have similarities to, that they see or see like I can do those yeah. type of things. So just just, just that, yeah. Coach mm-hmm. Dudley was really on you about at summer league about yeah. being a ball handler, being mm-hmm. the main point of attack guy. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Mm-hmm. How much do you think you learned from that? Yeah, uh, I feel like it was a good experience. It it, it wasn't the. Uh, you know, outcome that I really wanted, but I feel like it, it was good for me uh, so I can be able to go back and watch that film and, you know, being able to, you know, learn from it and, you know, continue to, you know, develop my game. So I feel like it, it, was, it was good for me. So, What's something you're better at that you think you don't get enough credit for? Um, I feel like 
I feel like I'm I'm, I'm a good playmaker. Um, that I feel like I don't get enough credit for. I feel like I um I love to get my teammates involved, mm. and you know just continue to you know get better at my reads. And I feel like people soon people will know that yeah he's he's a good playmaker. He can handle the ball, and you know he can he can run the offense. Who's the best shooter on this team? Me. I like Anybody it. else? Me. Seth. <laughs> Seth. Me. Seth. Tim. Me. Me. Seth comes from the Curry family. I come from the Hardy family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. No, no, we, 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 you know, we got some shooters though, but that's just me being yeah. confident in my abilities. But no, but Tim, great. I mean, Tim, Seth, all great shooters, you know, and being able to, you know, go against them guys and practice and compete against them is, is great. But I'm going to say me. Uh, Chris <laughs> Arnold. That's how I post a few. <laughs> Chris Arnold told me he asked you, who's a better uh, ball handler, Kyrie or God Sham God? Yeah, he did. And it took me a while to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while, but I felt I told him like, man, those those two are some of the best ball handlers on earth. And you know, I told him I probably have to go with Kai just because you know how it looks when he out there and yeah. and the stuff that he does. But uh, I'm a big fan of both of them, and, and working with Sham, it's always I mean good working with him and getting my handles right. And, What's yeah. it like to guard Luca? What it's like to guard Luca? I mean, it's, I mean, it's fun being able to guard Luca. You know, I'm trying to get better, so just trying to compete against him. But you know, he 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 big. He gonna put his big body on you, and <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he a tough hold. But it's it's fun though being able to compete against him. What's it feel like when he gets a shoulder into you and like really checks you? Yeah, that's not a good feeling, but. <laughs> You gotta go. I'm, I, ain't, I ain't going out like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm not going out like that. For the honor of the Hardy family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a good Jason Kidd impersonation? <laughs> a good Jason Kidd impersonation. I don't know. I, I, I don't know yet. I still gotta. I don't know if I what's got something an impersonation he always yet. What's something he always tells you? He just be, something he always tells me. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people are coming in and saying. He just always tell me to be myself, you know, just continue. He just always tell me to be myself and, you know, have fun. That's all he, all he always tell me is be myself and have fun yeah. and smile. What's something you learned about Luca last year that you didn't know before? <laughs> he like a big kid to me. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He like to joke around, man. But he cool, though. I like, Does he play I pranks? Like <laughs> Not really, but, yeah, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. You play bit. prank on anybody on like on a flight or on a not road yet. Trip? <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But All right, last last two here. Are the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? If not, who is? I mean, it would be good to see them win. I would be good for the city of Dallas. You know, <laughs> yeah. I would like that. But um, if they don't win, I probably got the Eagles. Okay. Order. Mm -hmm. Lively. Came yeah. in. Who you got? Yeah. I don't. I feel who like you can't. I feel like you can't say the Eagles. Yeah. Lively did the whole like Eagles chant in here. He did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go. I told him. I said Dwight should start. <laughs> Changed his mind on that. He's a Ravens fan. Yeah. Oh, you a Ravens fan? I just went to the game up in, in this this Sunday. How was he? I love Lamar, man. Lamar's oh. so much fun to watch. Man, I want to see him in person too. You have to. You man. have to. All right, last question. Let's turn the tables a little bit. What's the question you have for us, or maybe Mavs media in general? Mavs, well, what's the question I got for y'all? I yeah. mean, I mean, for y'all, what y'all, y'all, I mean, are y'all excited for the season? What, what's, what's going on with y'all? Like, yeah. 
What's up? Like, <laughs> yeah. What y'all, got, what y'all got going on? What y'all been doing this past summer? You travel anywhere? We've been talking about you. I don't know, but he said y'all, y'all got any questions for y'all. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, I, Talk I just me. celebrated 10 years uh, with my wife. So oh, oh, really? we just did an anniversary trip. So oh, come, just, I mean, just flew in yeah. and oh, just media dad. Oh, it's yeah. like, hey, honey, I got to talk to Jaden Hardy. So I got to fly <laughs> home for my anniversary <laughs> trip. So, I mean. <laughs> uh, but congrats on that, though. That's, that's, I that's cool. It. No, we're, I mean, we're excited about this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After last year, we're like, can we just, let, like, let's get back in the playoffs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Back here. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Playoffs for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate yeah. you. Yep, no problem. Thank yep. you. Yep. That's Jaden Hardy. His laugh is infectious. I just, I can't get enough of it. And, uh, yeah, let's hear from another guy that doesn't laugh nearly as much as Jay Nardi does, but we got him there a couple times. Here's Markeith Morris. Why Dallas? Why did you decide to come back? Um, unfinished business. Um, I think if anybody remember, I tweeted something about um, uh, last year and uh, the season not going how we wanted it to go. So, uh, you know, I felt like this was the place for me. Um, I feel like um, they didn't get the best version of myself last year. Uh, I didn't get any version of me, actually, because I was injured. And then, um, yeah, so I just, you know, I think this is the spot for me. I think um, I'm going to surprise a lot of people because I don't think people really got me on the radar of being a, a contributor to this team. But they'll see when it happens. Yeah. Oh, that tweet. We heard we heard about that tweet. There's a lot of conspiracy. Like, does he know? Does he know he's coming <laughs> back? Like, and then we were, like, listening out the roster. And people were like, don't forget, Markeith said he was going to be back. Yeah. And they were like, Listen, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, man. It's something that we talked about uh, before the year was over. Um, like I said, um, I felt the obligation to, to come back and you know to give, you know, at least see I can see how I look when I'm when I'm completely healthy and um, you know trying to win a championship, man. I think it's a, it's the best spot. And then you, I'm a big Cowboys fan, so I need. I wanted to come <laughs> oh, wait, we got I a gotta, Cowboys fan. I got a question I, for you in a yeah, second. I got to come back so I can catch those <laughs> games. Uh, it, you know, speaking of championship, you won one with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. What? What can you bring from that to this team? Um, uh, first and foremost, experience of, of knowing what it takes to, to win the championship. Um, that was an odd year that we won. Um, but, um, yeah, just know, you know, just know what it takes, know what to expect. Uh, just having guys, you know, with the right mindset of a, of a winning championship team. Uh, obviously, this team has been to the playoffs, you know, not last year, but a couple years before the, East, the Western Conference Finals. So, so it's been – they've been there. We've been there. But um, – you know, just got to get over that hump, and I'm just here to, to help us get over that hump. What's the difference between Jason Kidd as an assistant and Jason Kidd as a head coach? Like, where – how have you seen Jason Kidd grow, or, like, how is he different? Um, he's – you know, obviously you got to take on more ownership as a head coach. You know, as an assistant, he's real quiet, easygoing, you know, just coming and giving his two cents, but, you know, not too much talking. As a head coach, you know, obviously he has to be more hands-on, um, talk to us more. Um, he's a no-stress coach. That's his motto. Um, I love Jay Kidd. Um I think he's a perfect coach, man. Uh, you know, he's played the game. He was great at the game. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. He's won championships on, you know, on both levels. So, you know, what could be better than that? You're a vet on this team. Who is a who is a vet for you early on in your career? Uh, my first year, I had Grant Hill, Steve Nash, Sebastian Telefair, Jared Dudley, Shannon Fry. The list goes on with uh, guys that was in this league. Great vets. Um, I've had Tyson for I have fear in Phoenix also, and I'm explaining in the lobby, like, there's no better vet than you can get to Tyson. Um, mm-hmm. I had him my fifth year when I was in uh, Phoenix, so, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've been around a lot of uh, great players. Does Tyson give you beard advice? 
Uh, I kind of stole his. He, he's he's always had a great beard yeah, from right. uh, shit seven eight years ago. Uh, but no, nah, man, he's a great dude. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with him, and uh, he was my vet also. What went wrong last year in Dallas? Um, honestly, uh, I came halfway through the year. Um, I didn't I didn't feel like there was a belief that we could win it. Um, I felt like um, from where. Just from uh, just the way we played, like I didn't feel like um, there was a real belief that we could. And this is just the players. I'm just speaking on the players. A real yeah. belief that we could, you know, do something special last year. Um, I think a lot of guys uh, didn't know their roles or didn't accept the role more so than know it, didn't accept the role that they were given, and you know that was just that just didn't help this team. If you ask ask you a few questions about Luca. When you think back, or you you think of Luca, what's something about Luca that uh, people don't know? Um, that people don't know, or something he's you learned super, last year. Uh, he's a super easygoing guy. Uh, he's quiet. He stays to himself. He likes to joke a lot. Um, but he's super easygoing. Um, he just really, you know, stay to himself, and he, and he like I said, he jokes a lot. Yeah. What's it like to guard Luca? Uh, it's it's pretty hard because. He's not the fastest guy. He doesn't jump the highest. He's not the quickest, but he has a lot of game. Um, and he scores uh, super easy because he has size also. So, I mean, um, he's deceptive at everything that he does. What's it like when that shoulder goes goes into you when he's, like, driving into your, uh, into your chin? Yeah, yeah, I can take the shoulder. It's what comes <laughs> after the shoulder for me. Like, <laughs> I can take the bump. It's just a... Just shifting for for yeah. me. I mean, he he's a great scorer, man. He you know he scores at will. It's too, it's too easy. The game is super easy for him. Could you give us a good uh, Jason Kidd impersonation? Uh, Josh Green just left, and he gave us an incredible. He gave answer. us a great, yeah, yeah. So the bar <laughs> said hi. Yeah, can I give you a good one? Uh, I really don't have it. All, all I know is is uh, he always asks questions wanting to answer. So yeah, you can ask horrible. a question. Yeah, you know, everything is. He don't like when you, yeah. He, uh, he wants, yeah, 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 yeah. JK, you right, yeah, yes, coach, yes, coach. <laughs> he's that basketball so, coach from those high school that, movies yeah. where he's like, say yes, say coach, yes, say yes, yes, sir. Don't like, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, who's, but yeah, go who's the best shooter on the team? The best shooter, uh, it's between me and Tim. You and Tim. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you and Tim shoot a hundred, hundred threes. Who's making more? Uh, I, I forgot about stuff too. Stuff so and Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie just—he's. I wouldn't call him the best shooter. He just doesn't miss. I would mm. say that. I would say between me, Seth, and and Tim. And Tim. It's a, it's a high volume. I would say that. All right, I feel like I feel like we know the answer to this I'm one, saying. but are the Cowboys going to win the Super oh, Bowl? Oh man, what? <laughs> As a Cowboy, we live. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys, twenty twenty four NFL champions, eighty eight MVP of the Super Bowl. Dude, Big 88. You got to do something with Lively because he did a whole Eagles chant in here. Yeah. He spelled it out. Yeah, yeah. he did. Did he spell it right? <laughs> <laughs> After he did that. He was, I, he was only him. at Duke for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> After he did that, I said, hey, Dwight's going to start now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him he was trying to give me some shit about being from Philly and liking the Eagles. But I told him I grew up in a time where Cowboys was America's team. Before you were born, he before he was born for sure, yeah. Yeah. Cowboys was America's team. So I had to. I'll date them back a little bit. All right, last one from us. Do you have a question for us, for Mavs Media? We'll answer on behalf of, of all of Mavs Media. Do I have a question on Mavs Media? Okay, yeah, I do got a question. Um, uh, 
I got two questions. Oh, let's go. See, it's starting to list. Luca, I'm Luca MV, is Luca going to win MVP? Yeah. And is Kai and Luca going to play enough games to be all NBA? Well, he got to play 65. Luca's played 65 for the most part. Yeah. Kai has either it's an injury or, you know, something off the court. But I for them to be as good as I hope they're going to be, I, th- I think you guys think will be so. top six. Yes and they, yes. They have to. <laughs> they have to. All right. Yeah, you do. Shit. Yeah. So. All right. There Appreciate you. you. Thank you. Yes, sir.